Hey, hi, hello. This is the what's up, how you doing? This is the how's your day going? This is the Roman Cario podcast presented by Laugh to Learn. Today's episode, we actually speak with the founder of Laugh to Learn. So that's pretty exciting. We also uh, have a guest uh, star on. We have uh, Jason Jr., a.k.a. Lil J., the G- DJ. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's Lil J Jr., the boy. Uh, you know, we talk about uh, music and uh, creativity. And then we also have my dad come on and talk about traffic. And who doesn't love that? So we have a stacked episode for you. And yeah, let's get to it. Me, the people I've met and the places I've been all will make me the man I so proudly am. What is up, everybody? This is the Roman Cario uh, podcast. And today we have uh, Jason Jr. on with us. Oh, I got to restart that. I'm sorry. I messed up already. No, did I? No, you. I mean, you didn't say anything wrong about me, but... No, I just started overthinking. It's fine. We're going. Hey, everybody. Today we've got uh, Jason, Jason, Jason Jr. on. Jason Chestnut Jr. Some of you might know him as Little J Jr., but I, I got recent news that there is a change, and we were talking about this before we started recording, and I would like to continue that conversation now. Jason, te- tell me what you said before. <sighs> okay, Shocking. so this this Shocking. is a very, Shocking. very tough situation yeah. because um, obviously it's not something that was, according, that was supposed to happen yeah. uh, as soon as it is. But, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, change of plans, you know, you, you, you've proved your point. Let's just, you know, let's just get on with the ending of it. And so uh, soon I will be uh, announcing my retirement as a little J Jr. Wow. Um, yeah. it, it's been a long road. And uh, actually, if you if you if you like, I'd like to read my retirement statement. I actually just finished it. Please do. I'm All excited right. to hear this, so, actually. <laughs> uh, Lil J Jr. retirement statement I, Lil J Jr., have had a very enjoyable and goal-accomplishing career These past four years of doing music as Lil J Jr. has been a long journey hmm. Full of improvement and accomplishing all of my goals But like most things in the world that are good, they must come to an end I would like to thank all of those who have supported my journey as they have boosted my confidence and drive to do what I've been doing and increase my musical skill. I would also like to thank those who didn't support me and who criticized me and who doubted me because it was at the end of the day, it was those people who gave me the drive to keep doing what I was doing and to prove them wrong. When I first released the Let Me Introduce Myself EP, I didn't think that four years later I'd have my own show titled The Lil J Jr. Show. I knew that I would never go mainstream 
and that wasn't the goal that wasn't the main end goal this whole thing was just an outlet for me and a chance for me to have more fun in my life but i didn't know i would get here i would like to thank all of the musically talented i have had the chance to work with such as tim rogers anton the scantron jade hart manny author olivia hirsch joshua wright ethan smith gabriel barboza and ryan arizona and other talented people at Bethel High School. What I have done as Lil J Jr. wouldn't be possible with a lot of these special without a lot of these special people. It may sound like I'm quitting music, but don't think about it like that. I've been doing th other things with music for a very long time, and I continue, and I plan on continuing to do so. But as of right now, it's time to hang up the idea of this journey from JJ the DJ to Lil J the DJ to Lil J Jr. Once again, I'd like to thank everyone who I've had the amazing opportunity to work with and gotten support from. And it's Jason Chestnut Jr. There's more music things to come for me. Lil J Colors, Lil J Red Forever, and Lil J Forever. Wow. Snap. Yeah, R man. Right off the bat, I'd say you're a very profound human being. That's what a good thing. That? That's profound means very um deep and in, in in uh thought out. But let me wait. Profound. Before I give you my thoughts on what you just said. Great stuff, by the way. Um Thank you. Yeah. Profound is like very great or intense. And the fact that you made a retirement statement for Lil J Jr. says, you know, you're you, you got stuff you're doing. Um So I know you just you wrote all that down and said all of that and you just uh obviously i think you're you're a creative person um would you say that like you're just in terms of having a creative outlet making music is one you'd like to move on from um definitely not okay music has been such a huge puzzle piece in my life. I you, you can't just I can't just sit here and say, oh yeah, I'm I'm done with music. Well, music um, is a way this, of self-expression, so you know to have that exact, is nice. It's exactly what it is, and I feel like you know with this uh w w with the SoundCloud rapping stuff, I feel like you know it, it it's run its course, and uh you know it's just. I, I want to experiment with other things. I don't want to be stuck on this forever. I want to be known as a jack of all trades. I don't want to be known for just one thing. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't have the SoundCloud rapping thing as, you know, my uh, end goal when it comes to music. I want to do other things as well. Um, so by other things, are you saying other things in music or other things, other things in, in music? Creative? No, no, no. Other things okay. in music. Yeah, no. Music, I'll never leave music. Music is always going to be here. I'm just, this specific part of music um, is, 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 uh, is, is what I'm moving on from. So you said you want to stop rapping. Yes. Really? Why? You just. Um, so you may have to beep a bleep or, 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 or cut this part out. Wait, why? Um, why? Do, do, do you not want to give out names or something? No, it's not that I don't want to give out names. It's just it, it's kind of classified. You don't want to ex Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, if yeah. even if here, let's just say don't even bleep it out. If 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 it's something you don't feel comfortable saying to a lot of people, you don't even have to say it on here. It, you okay. can be as vague. Uh, you, know what, you know what it is? You know what it is? I'll tell you I'll tell you after. All right, that's fair. I like that. I respect that. I respect that. Cuz okay. 
I mean, uh, um, I'll say this. Well, you just, do you like rapping? I do. I do. It's one of those things that, you know, it, it, it's just, it's a different way of expressing yourself through music. Um, it, it, rapping is like, it's really just sitting there on a mic telling a story. Mm. And sometimes you end up rhyming. Uh, a lot of the times you end up rhyming. Okay. Um, what's, what's, what's nice about it is... Uh, perfect example. The uh, the song called "Staying True" that we did together. Yeah, baby. Um, Humility yeah, over it, ability. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was a meaningful song, and I feel like I I, I tend to make meaningful songs, uh, in my own eyes with with rapping music. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. So, do you think you will still make music, but not put music out, or? Oh you- no, no, no! Music is definitely still being put out. I am definitely still putting music out. By far, yeah. That's that's never going to change. Okay. Okay, I respect it. So, obviously, you can't... You, what I'm trying to do is is kind of get uh, uh, as much information from you that you will allow me to take in so I can form an idea in my mind why you won't do any more trap rap would you what not trap rap soundcloud rap do you think you're just gonna do a different type of genre uh yes actually and this is another thing we talk about um i am gonna start taking singing lessons singing lessons lessons. okay sick okay just tune just just tune the pipes if you know what i mean but yeah it's it's, you know i want to try new things man i'll say this bro i i from the music you've done, you've showed me that you have a good work ethic in terms of writing. Because I'm not gonna lie, I. Uh, how do you? What's your writing style? You you sit down and you're like, okay, I'm going to write a song. So what inspires a lot of my lyrics is the instrumental and past experiences. Mm-hmm. Both of those things combined can make a a. A song and a lot of the songs I have out there, or the, a lot of the songs that I have on this last final SoundCloud rapping album, um, a lot of them are a little sad. And you know, we all go through through things in life that you know that they help us learn, they help us you know uh, grow as people. And um, there's this phrase that I that I, I absolutely love, and it's called "blood makes art." Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Blood and tears. Blood blood and tears make art. Blood and tears make art. Um and it's it's, it's a little bit grim, but if you use them as paint, you can make a masterpiece. I like that. Um, that's that's, that's so, I like that. So my whole outlook is is you take those bad experiences and use all that negativity to push through to something positive and that also comes down to, you know, one a a phrase that I live by. And it's essentially it goes like this: the microphone and the speakers, when it comes to music, will be your best friend. Mm. Uh, the microphone, because the microphone will always listen; it'll never talk back. You know, if you need somebody to talk to, just talk to the microphone, man. It will always listen. And then the speakers will show other people what you have made of your problem and how you've grown as a person from it. Mm. And I feel like. You know the speakers can sometimes speak better than you can. I like that. That's fair. That's beautiful. Um, I like that because again, with music, it's a term of self-expression, and it's funny. I've just come to realize that 
I use music to express myself because I'm definitely not that I have a problem or I'm insecure about expressing my feelings. I just realized it's just it's not something that I do. And I've definitely am trying to do that more. I'm not trying to make it about me, but just from my experiences, I'm just kind of piggybacking off what you said. And music is an amazing way to express myself. And the cool thing about it is everybody's got a reason why they do what they do. And at least for, I feel like everyone has got a reason why if, if you're a creative person and like to make music, you've got a reason why you make music. Um, I'm sorry. sorry that's, got, that was so bad. I got <laughs> oh so, man. I got so thrown off. I got <laughs> so thrown I'm off. So I was sorry, trying, to, trying to, <laughs> I'm something. so sorry. Nah, dude, it's totally good. Um, nah, just music is a way I realize I express myself. And what's cool about it is I, one of the reasons I don't like to express myself is not fear of what people will think, but just f more fear, fear of, of people. No, not fear of people. I don't in the politest sense. I don't care what people think, but I very much just don't like to put myself out there. Despite me having a podcast and stuff, <laughs> I just the only reason I'm able to really do that, the only reason I'm really able to to do that is because I'm recording by myself, and it's it's when I'm by myself, I feel safe to express how I feel. Mm -hmm. Depending on where I am, I don't feel safe to express how I feel. Not that it's like I'm fear of being judged. But, you know, uh, even if someone's not purposely doing it, you know, um, it still makes you uncomfortable sometimes. No, it's just if if I express how I fear, I'm I'm fear. I am in fear of s people having a pessimistic attitude towards my feelings and that's going to neg negatively affect my thinking. So, you know. To remain focused, it's sometimes good to just be alone. Now I'm I not get it. now I'm not saying that you should go and seclude yourself because seclusion only leads to just terrible things. But by being alone and expressing your thoughts, then putting it out to the world, you allow people to in a sense be with you. So by making music and people listening to that music, you're allowing them into your mind, which is a very cool thing to do because for the people that appreciate it, they appreciate it. And for the people that, you know, like to go to McDonald's, they get their burger. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I mean by that. Um, I this. I could sense I was going to say something negative, so I was like, let me just switch it so up real like, quick. All right, let me switch it. Yeah, I know. I, 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 that was your exact thought but with that, I was like, yeah, no, with, he doesn't want to yeah, say that. With that being said, I'm just saying don't quit rapping. Well, if if you need to quit rapping, quit rapping. But well, all I'm well, saying is – Look, I'll tell, I'll tell you one thing. You, you'll know specifically 
the absolute main reason why I'm quitting rapping okay, that's after fair. the after the podcast. But that, <laughs> no, these all of these other reasons are reasons why I was going to stop anyway. Like if this one particular situation did not come up, where I have to stop right now, I'm I'm stopping when I graduate. Okay. Do you think you'll come back to rapping? <sighs> that is a very tough. You know what? It all comes down to. After I experiment, after I experiment with everything, after I dabble with this, after I dabble with that, it all depends on how I reflect on everything at the end of the day. If I feel like this was the best way of me expressing myself, that this is the thing I had the most fun with, yeah, maybe I'll come back to it. But as of right now, y- you know, it- it's just, it's just, it's run its course. I've, I've proven my point to, to my surroundings, uh, specifically people at my school, um, and it's it's not this whole Lil J Jr. thing. It wasn't about, you know, what other people thought. It was about redemption. Because when I first released when I released my first EP, my first four songs, they were so bad. And I thought they were so good. And so now, you know, with this last album, I wanna it's it's full of songs that if I showed it to myself as a freshman, I'd lose my marbles. And so that's really what everything Lil J Jr. related was about, is just improvement. Snap. I feel that. You know, that's... I think I just kind of call it... That's, that's staying true right there, you know? That is... Yes, yes. That, that is, is exactly the, what that is. That is the essence of staying true, man. You know, what you were saying... um, I'm probably making it about me again. Um, no, bro. Yeah, you know what? Just this is your keep podcast. Going. Make it about you, man. It is my podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Woo! It's the Roman Cario podcast. Yeah. Um, sponsored by Laugh to Learn. Laugh um, to Learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, with this new project, I'm definitely, earlier what I was talking about, more profound. Um, When I, when I made Mr. Ash and I, I was kind of just rapping for fun trying to figure out what no nah, i was just doing it because it was fun but now when i'm making music i'm making music to say something and it definitely does take a lot out of you so you know go having a a break from rapping or you know having a span where you don't do it it's really nice because i think from there you're gonna really uh if you want to and allow yourself to really develop your sound and um, mm-hmm. from there, man, you, you know, you're just going to make heat. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's what I could say. Uh, at least from the stuff I, I've got. What do I got? I got this. Uh, this is from the span of 2016 when I made Mr. Astronaut to now. I have four songs that I've made. That I listen to them and go, yeah, this is it. This is this is my sound. But from that, I've made like twenty songs and just been like, nope, this isn't it. Uh, this is this is terrible. So well, here's the thing: like, you can make songs and and be like, yeah, this is all right, but it's not the song. Like everybody has the song that they like when they make music. Like, of for course. Me, if we're looking at if we're looking at the span of 2018 to current day, 20 not 2018, 2018 was my freshman year. Yeah. If we're looking at that, there are probably one, one, two, uh, three, four, five. There are there are six songs. That I was like, yeah, you know what? 
this is my sound. This is this is what I am as 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 a rapper. And um, I mean, nothing about what we do is professional. Nothing about what we do is mainstream. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's just something that you know when you're 30 years old, you look back at it and you'd be like, yeah, man, those were the days. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. I appreciate that. At least for me, that like what you were saying. I love music as a hobby because it's if you keep pursuing this hobby as a hobby, you you're gonna make new friends that also like to make music, and you're just it, it do make, making music for you is just so cool because it's it well it's special it's special it's very special especially when you can get it on Apple Music and listen to it. And that's fun. Yeah, or well, or for me, it's Spotify. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to get mine on Apple Music so I can just listen to my music. That's another thing. I just, uh, nah, I, sh- I make clean music so I can listen to my music. <laughs> yeah, no, I do too, bro. I love listening. <laughs> you know to what I mean? And yeah. people and people make it like it's a, like it's a problem. Like, oh, you listen to your own music? Like, yeah, I listen to my own music. It's my music. Yes, yeah, I mean, made this. I worked uh, hard for this. Man. Childish Gambino once said this, and I love this. Like, uh, he was like, if you're a chef and you make yourself a sandwich, like, what's wrong with you eating that sandwich? You know what I mean? Like, if you're a musical artist. That and is you a make dope quote. Music. If you make, if you create something, you. I. I. I only make. I only like rap over a beat that I like, and I only put down lyrics and record them if I like them. So I'm obviously mm-hmm. gonna listen to them, and it's. It's. I listen to music that uh, hits me. Meaning, like I listen to music. I listen to artists that make music on how I feel. Like I listen to this person because I feel this way. And I listen to that person because I feel this way. Of course, I'm going to listen to myself because I'm expressing my feelings to myself. And half the time when I throw down lyrics and record a song, I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Literally. I don't like, like, I don't know the the effect that it's going to have on me later. And so I'll listen to my songs later. And I'll be like, wow, snap. Dude, you got problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, that that will be when, when I'm, I'm going to have a, uh, uh, I think the plan is to have a uh, uh, a retirement party uh, where I have like some of the musicians that I've got the chance to work with, you know, uh, we gather together and we just, mm-hmm. we listen to every single song that I've made. Okay, bet. And we just all get to witness, and obviously you'll be there, like, but like we all just get to witness like the whole point of Lil J Jr. and that was just improvement to satisfaction. Snap. Okay, that's dope. Side note: Have you ever taken the personality test? I have not. Uh, actually, no, I have, but it was a really long time ago. My friend Micah Oakman, he he introduced it to me. Yo, uh, what? Micah, oh wait, yeah. of course you know Micah Oman. He's in your hall. I'm stupid. I thought you met someone else. I thought you met another Micah. I was like, how does this no, man know? No. Um, okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you this. I think you should do this because I think this is a fun thing, and you, you're. I feel like you're a type of person that would appreciate this. Uh, oh, the, the it, Myers. I I did this on my last episode, but I, we're not gonna do this I, right I now. I'm I, saying I you should it. do this. Sixteen Personalities.com. Take that test and yep, tell me it. what personality you get and read everything about that personality because there's you're just gonna be like oh snap 
cool. Um, and it, it might change after I, I, when I did it, when I was younger, I got something different and I did it now. Cause I was more honest with myself and I'm more in tune with the noggin. Um, mm -hmm. think you'll like it and it might even help you with, you know, making music and stuff. Cause I think one yeah. fun thing as an artist is to really develop, uh, your, your character yeah because yeah. then it's like i'm so happy i showed some one of my friends a song and they were like this like i when i listen to this like i can't like think of someone that this sounds like this is like this just is like you and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. like that's that is probably <laughs> the my my most favorite comment i've gotten because it's like yes that's that is what i wanted obviously when you make music, you know, you, uh, not copy, but you get inspiration and it's a culmination of many artists. And one of my thing was, I don't want to sound like mm -hmm. one particular artist. I want to be able to take a bunch of things from different artists and throw it in a pot and, and mix make it, it up one. and get some Tony music soup. <laughs> but, uh, it's funny. That is exactly what I did. Yeah. That is exactly what I did. Yeah, man, dude, that's like. When you do that, man, you get stuff done. You, you get, get so, bro. You get it so done, done. man. For real, bro. That's awesome, bro. I, I'm sorry. We so Jason originally sent me a bunch of ideas to do for a pot, like a, a podcast episode, and um, um, never got to it. Well, I mean, we, yeah, we never got to it. We can get to how it. How long? How long have we been? Rolling, uh 24 minutes that's not bad i mean this is i'm trying to 24 wow it's felt so much longer than that i'm Jeez. literally i'm trying to just do i'm today's wednesday i'm trying to record an episode and edit one today so i have one ready because i'm not going to be here right. sunday and most of my i have the topics too we can talk about them if you want all right um i'm gonna have to go in a little bit though because i that's true i've yes. got meeting but yes. this is nice because this is gonna my next this this episode um uh um yeah, I don't feel like having it. It's fine. Um <clears throat> this episode I'm recording right now as we speak, as I'm talking to you, is gonna be like a, a bunch of interviews. I got an interview with my dad. I got an interview well, this wasn't really an interview. It's just special guest episode. Um <laughs> uh, I hate talking about recording an episode as I'm talking about it. It's almost like <laughs> I'm going all over the place. Uh, but I feel like we got a good stuff, you know? Uh, is there anything you want to say before I go? Um, yeah, you know what? Yeah, let me, let me say, say something. something to, 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 let me say something. Let me smell you man. on something. Honestly. Yes. Come, come let's, smell let's, me. Let's, let's, I heard let's, someone let's say that whiff, one man. time, and I loved that. They're like, yo, smell me on this. And I was like, <laughs> I totally understand <laughs> what you were saying. Out. I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, what's the phrase again? I might start saying it. Yo, smell me on this one. Like Smell was, me on this one. Yeah, I love that. I was like, that's... I like it, That's man. original. That is... That is... that. Well, now it's not, because now we're copying it. But, like, yeah, man. No, it's, it's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Um, all right. So, so here's what I well, have Well, wait. Say. Before you say something, are we doing okay. the... Are we, I'm sorry. Yeah. Are, are we... Are we doing another concert? Are we doing another talent show? So... Cause bro, I right want my now, I want my own set. I I yearn no, for no, my no, own. No, 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 no. After you. getting no, no, no. out I, there, no, I heard. I'm, I'm bro, I'm I'm smelling you on that one. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I like yeah. that. I like it. Yeah, I like <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. So the plan is actually classified. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Yes. Um, classified, not uh, because not for the same reason uh, my retirement is classified, but it's classified between the crew uh, from the previous show. Cause okay. We don't, we don't necessarily we, – we, we, we don't know how things are going to line still up. Gotta sure approval. Approval. Yeah. Still got to get approval. COVID is good. We still got to get again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a whole nother cycle. Yeah. And I still have to – I still have to, like, officially close this current show that we did because it's not officially closed yet. There, like, there are a lot of post-production stuff that we have to do. Really? So, yeah. Can oh, you? yeah. Wow. Um, I can elaborate, yes, because it's not confidential. Um, but we have uh, the reveal of how much money we raised for the music department. Snap! That's gonna be awesome. And, That's awesome. And then, and then we have the uh, cast and crew. Like you know how, like in uh, special and like movies, like the deluxe DVDs, like they have like the the cast and the producers like commentating over the movie. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have that, but for the show with the cast and crew from uh, the Lil J Junior show. Snap! Yeah, so we okay. have a lot to do. I gotta hit the. I gotta get approval to use the TV studio. I gotta set the dates up, schedule that, get all the cameras working. Then once we shoot it, we have to I have to edit it. And bro, well, that's a, that's a solid hour and a half of footage. Wow, so, so you gotta, yeah, it's gonna, yeah, you're gonna be up to like, man, I'm running around like a crazy person, but I'll tell you what, it is all worth it because at the end of the day, and this is what I was gonna say to the people, this was, this is what, smell me on this one, boys. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, we live in such a, a, a critical time where it is so easy to get caught up and just baloney. That's what I like to say. I, just caught up with baloney, man. Caught because up it's 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 so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to get downhearted. It's so easy to get sad. The time we live in is absolutely atrocious. So true. and Very at the true. end of the day, mm. just all you got to do is something that you like. Don't force yourself to do. So. I know so many people who put themselves through the worst possible situations because they think it's going to be better for you. Like, no, man. Like, right now, what is better for you? Do it. Like, uh, so, uh, shout out to my friend, Victoria, right? Look, shout she's out taking Victoria. a... Yeah, shout out Victoria. She's taking a AP math class right now. Mm-hmm. She has all three required years math already. She's just going through it just because. Mm-hmm. And she could have a learning lab she could just leave school early. Yeah. She, get to have, she gets, if, if she drops this class, because she really doesn't need it. I talked to her about this. Yeah. And what, what I'm, the connection I'm going to make is boys, girls, everybody, do something you're passionate about. What was the Oprah quote? It was find something you love and do it. What, what was the, uh, I find think it's something you get you a love. car. You get a car. Quote. Um, I think it's, I don't know what she says. Okay, hold on. Uh, find something you love to do, and you'll never work a day in your life. Baba That's the quote. Yeah. By uh, H- H- Harvey Harvey McKay. Harvey McKay. Don't know who that is. Uh, that's not the person I was looking for, but you know what? It's fine. Um, yeah, man. Just stay true. Surround yourself with people that love you. Surround yourself with people that you love. Surround yourself with things that you love to do. And you will never, or, well, sometimes you will, because sometimes stuff will just hit you out of nowhere like that. But you will never, or rarely, experience hardship in life. Mm. That's all I got to say. 
That's fair. Spoken, spoken as a, what do you want to be called? As 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 a, a legal adult now, because bro, I'm 18. Spoken as Boys. a legal adult. Today, uh, I I have a special guest on. The founder of Laugh uh, to Learn. It, uh, the website is laughtolearn.fun. Uh, this website is really cool. This is a very, very cool idea. As a person, as a as a person that I am, and for all my listeners that know me, I learning is very, very hard uh, for me at least. And this website. Um, or even this idea that um, Quentin Harris has is is really cool, and it's like a really cool idea to to just be around because it's. I, I gotta stop talking. Let me. What what is laugh to learn? Where did this idea come from? What's going on, everybody? I am Quentin Pop Harris, and yeah, laugh to learn is an idea from just my love of teaching. I enjoy teaching, but I also feel like I've experienced some teachers who you can tell when someone's teaching for a check. Mm. And you can also tell when someone's teaching from their heart mm. and they're not really worried about uh, what they're getting paid because they just enjoy the ability to have an impact, a positive impact on someone else's life. So just growing up and observing that I, I just love and being raised in an environment where you're constantly being taught how to teach. You're taught how to read. You practice reading uh, in public. You practice using questions, um, using pausing, using different um, literary techniques that allow you to reach an audience. Learning these things and developing a passion for that it's always intrigued me. So to have the opportunity to pass on that passion to someone else and help them to see that if you, if it's presented in the right way, learning can actually go from something boring or something you feel forced to do to something you look forward to, something you can be excited about. So yeah, I'm excited about the opportunity to get kids excited about learning. Mm, that's so true. Like what you're talking about, um, teaching for a paycheck, it's... It really is like that. And like through school, you, you, it's so true what you said. You could see that. Um, and what you're, what you're doing, you just from there that you like, this is something that is instilled in you. And this is, this is, it's, it's got a heavy effect. It's got a heavy effect. And it's something that is, is amazing. It's, um, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. And, um, I, so you've got I looked on your website and you've got four four subjects that you're really pushing towards. Are those are you only exclusively working in those or no the the whole concept is to get kids excited about learning itself. So those are example subjects of things that we can use to get kids excited about learning. Um so the first week we did re writing and we talked about the power of a pencil. Um, the second week we talked about music and 
how to write a catchy chorus. What makes a chorus so catchy? Sometimes you get what's called an earworm where you can't get a song out of your head. How do you do that? We know what songs do that to us, but if we wanted to do that, how do we do that? So we discussed that and we had the kids end up writing their own choruses um, using the techniques that we discussed. Um, this week, we talked about animals with the science. Next week, we're gonna dance, but we may include some math in a class. We may do some art. We may do some crafts, some different projects. But the point is to make it creative to the point where you're looking forward to the class starting. And the the best the best feeling for me is when we're about to end the class and you can tell that a kid is kind of like, oh man, like I thought we were gonna do five more minutes. When you see that it's working, that they're excited, they they actually wanted to stay learning. Like, man, that's the best feeling in the world. So yeah, there's going to be a variety of different subjects, but those are basically platforms that show um, how learning can be exciting. Wow, that's that's amazing. I love how uh, I mean how detailed you are with it because uh, the the young mind is so moldable, but it, I feel like it's difficult to get through to. But uh, from the videos you have with the two plus two, not two plus two, but the that video, yeah. uh, the, the yeah. what I'm referencing is there's a well actually can you explain it? I saw this video oh, yeah. where you have a song about two mm -hmm. two and two. I'll, I'll let you. Do yeah, it so if you check it out on Instagram at laugh underscore two underscore learn, um, there's a video where basically. Um, Spoiler alert, I'm coming up with a, a video game to help young ones learn how to spell. So there are a lot of words uh, in English that sound exactly the same, but they're spelled differently. And so how do you tell a kid, oh, well, this is two, but that one's two, two. And then that one, that's also two. And you just need to memorize them and it's it's one thing to tell them that but if you let them play a game where they have to learn that and so for instance in this um example we're talking about the different twos it's like one plus one is always two but then you have three options t-w-o t-o-o or just t-o and then they have to select the right one and if they select the right one it continues um it may be, I have one, you have one, two. T-W-O, T-O-O, or T-O. And it may be, or you have to select the right one. Um, and it's like, watch one more time if you want two. And now it's a different spelling of the word T-O. But um, I'll give you a little spoiler. It, the next round would be a little bit tougher. Uh, one plus one is always two. Um, next one, maybe, you know that that's nothing new, but then new is spelled N-E-W, K-N-E-W. Now you have to choose. Um, having fun, that's what we do. Now you have do, like do on the grass, do like my homework's do, or wow. D-O. Um, but as we laugh, we're learning too. And now you have T-O, T-O-O, -O, and T-W-O. -O. And now they have to 
get familiar with how to apply the different spelling in different circumstances. And then it goes to the next level where it gets tougher. To get two, three, you must pass two. Now you have two twos in the same sentence. You knew that that's nothing new. Now you have two news in the same sentence. I do work when my works do. Now you have two do's in the same sentence. But if I learn, you have two, two. Now you have two twos in the same sentence again. So it's creative and it gets more and more challenging. That's all I can give up for right now. Copyright. It's going to be a lot of fun. So you, you can tell a kid, okay, this is the definition of that. And this is the definition of that. And this is how you spell it. But if you make a game out of it, if you make it interesting where they actually want to figure it out on their own, that's when we can, we can laugh to learn. That's a, that's amazing. And that's literally, as you were talking about it, that's what I was thinking to myself. I was like, even for me, it's, if I'm going to learn something, it's because I want to learn it and I'm stubborn. I don't want to go onto YouTube and, and, and do it. I want to, I want to do it on my own, but right there, you're, 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 you're kind of like, ah, starting the car for the child and oh, yeah. through the game, they're like, oh no, this is, and even if they mess up, they're like, no, I've got this. Like you're okay. a game. It's, it's, you've made it perfect. And oh, that's man, so cool. It. And even when you're talking about, um, um, the English language having the same words like lead to lead, read and read. I was thinking about it. I was talking um, with a friend. Um, she's from Germany. And that was, she was saying one of the things with English is that's there's the words can look exactly the same, but have different meanings. And it's, this right. is going to be amazing for a child, but this could also be for someone that's learning a new language, English. True. So it's True. like, you're really, um, you're really like, um, yeah, I could totally see, obviously it's, this is all you, but it's like, you could, there's, there, your horizons can broaden so easily from like mm. what you're doing. It's, That's it's awesome. Up. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I, I often think, um, like Rosetta Stone had to start off as an idea that somebody had mm -hmm. Duolingo had to start off as a small idea that somebody had that just kept building and building. Not that we're trying to blow it up that big, but the principle is to, I'm learning not to downplay the ideas, mm -hmm. but to give it a little fuel and just with uh, support from good friends like yourself, uh, just see where it goes. Mm, that's so true. Do you, um, like just from that, the, the two plus two, you've got all this content. Where, where do you start? Where do I start? Um, you know, what's funny. It's, uh, I believe in writer's block where a creative person, they know they're creative, but they get into this, this position where they can't seem to think of anything. But I also believe in the opposite. I believe in writer's flow where it seems like your brain opens up and it's just nonstop idea after idea. And just, uh, just randomly, I can't, pinpoint the exact moment but just randomly i remember thinking about man that would be pretty cool and uh, to have something like that and because i love rhyming anyway because i love words and the power of words um it just seemed to be a perfect fit to come up with rhymes 
in a way where you can be doing your thing, but you can be teaching someone at the same time. Mm. Um, so yeah, it just, and it, it, it builds, it builds from there. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm so tempted to keep talking about the content from the no, game. No, I know I, you gotta, I like it. So that's no, but that's yeah. cool. As you can see, this is, this is a person with a, an idea, but not just an idea, the, the passion behind the idea. Mm. People can have ideas and be like, oh yeah, I want to do this and that and maybe put little steps towards it. But I personally know Quentin Harris and if, if, if when he wants to do something, he gets it done. Um, for the people that know me, that's my saying. I just say, get it done. And what that means is if, if there's a task in front of you, if there's a goal in front of you, it's, it, it's almost like there's tunnel vision on there. Not saying that he's completely just locked in but it's he under the he understands the importance of what he's doing and you're really you're really i i've said a lot but you're really just pushing nah. an idea that's cool where nah, I, appreciate it. I appreciate it do you mind if i share just one more go uh, ahead one? go Man, share share so everything fun. tell us everything no nah, it's so much fun like so for the the class on accurate reading um basically in when you're reading you're allowing words ink on a page to paint pictures in your mind to paint a movie in your mind which say that is a one mirror. more time i'm so sorry let me say that one more time that was when when you're reading you're allowing ink on a page to paint a movie wow. in your mind but how good that movie is how clear that movie is how action-packed that movie is, whether it's 480, whether it's 720, whether it's in 4K, completely depends on how well you read. Mm. So you can be watching or reading a book and saying, oh, it was decent um, because in your mind it was in 480. But someone else who's passionate about reading, who's giving voices to each character, who understands what context is, who understands how to put emotion mm. into the voices, into the characters, they they read the same thing and it was in 4k and they loved it mm. and so a lot of that is depending on how well we read and so there are a lot of different facets to reading but one of the the classes on uh accurate reading talks about i asked the kids to um i'm going to read a short paragraph and i want you to draw a picture of what comes to mind and i read a paragraph about how a kid named johnny used to play every day under the huggy tree because that's where all of the animals would gather and they weren't afraid of him because they all enjoyed time under the huggy tree there would be birds at the top squirrels at the bottom um, all of these animals just loved spending time under the huggy tree and that's where you could find johnny every day and so i would ask the kids to stop and take a pencil and just draw a picture of this huggy tree and you take two or three minutes and then you, you spotlight them and you see their their pictures of the huggy tree but then you say wait a minute oh man i messed up let me read this again every day you would find johnny under the huge tree all of the animals would gather every day by the huge tree 
there would be birds at the top, squirrels at the bottom. All of these animals loved being near the huge tree. Every day, that's where you would find Johnny, by the huge tree. Now, take your pencil, take two or three minutes, and draw the picture that comes to your mind now. Hold those pictures up beside each other. Do you see what just happened? The picture in your mind completely changed because of mispronouncing one Mm. word. So do we appreciate the importance of accurate reading? Because Mm. if we're going to be painting movies in our mind, we need to have the accurate movie. We need to know what the director wants us to see. So now what's the point? What's the lesson? When you get to a word that you may not understand or you may not know how to pronounce, should you just breeze past it, take a guess, a stab at it, and keep it pushing? No, that one word might completely change the picture that you're supposed to have in your mind. Get a dictionary, Google it, look it up, learn that word so that you can watch this movie in 4K. So that's just an example Mm. of, yeah, just... The reading class, I'm passionate about that stuff, yeah. That's awesome. That is so cool. And even you were talking about how uh, spotlighting children. Could I read a quote that's on your website? I saw this and I loved it. Is that okay with you? Sure. Yeah, it says, during his classes, my son, who started off being well-reserved and shy, was able to blossom. His confidence grew so much. The benefits of being around him far outweigh any lesson that he could teach. This is cool because it's all it's it's talking about your lessons, but it's also talking about you're giving something that's oh, that's my phone. You're giving something that's to a child that's very very hard to to cultivate. Even I'm 20 years old, I still don't have confidence, and that's you're you're giving it to them in a in a in a and an environment that is so loving, which I feel like it's it's hard. It sometimes people cannot be so loving when teaching because you're you're trying to teach someone, you're trying to teach a child something, and you can get frustrated if they're not getting it. But right. from how you're layering everything, you're. Mm. Your your quote and I quote you're a, you're able you're making a someone that's shy blossom and that's that's amazing because that's almost I think of like a, uh like a manual car you're 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 putting him into second gear which is gonna mm. get that confidence going which is gonna make them maybe if they get frustrated be like oh no I can't do this you're you're giving that confidence to learn I appreciate it man that's that's definitely the goal. If a, if a child can feel confident, the rest pretty much is is history because college, I think about college itself, it's based off of the principle that you can pretty much do whatever you want. Mm. So they hand you a book, say, choose any one of these hundreds of careers. And when you make up your mind, come to class on Monday and we'll get started. So just that concept, they're telling you you can do you have the potential to do anything you just make the choice and show up on monday the fact that our brains are are designed in that way where time effort and practice you can do pretty much whatever you want it's nuts so with that being said if someone doesn't believe that they could do it 
they're not going to grab that book and start looking at those options. So the confidence is, is the platform that all of the other education, all of the other goals um, come from. Like when, when you say, oh yeah, I could learn whatever I want, hand me that book. And then you look at it and say, yeah, I'm confident that I could do this. It's going to take work. It's going to take sacrifice, but I can do it. But I feel like that confidence starts earlier in life than what people may give it credit. Mm. The the things that a six-year-old is seeing, um, they're, they're recording it. A lot of times, if you look at adults that are going through a lot, like serious issues, if you they're ever sitting in a, a room with a therapist, nine out of 10, I would dare say, once they start talking, the quote will pop up well when i was 10 years old dot 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 so as adults we live these lives um functioning as adults but a lot of how we view ourselves how we feel about ourselves how we perceive the world if you were to really sit down and break it down it's well when i was 10 years old so to have the potential to give someone to good to look back on why were you so successful? Why did you accomplish so much? How how did you become a professional at this or or such a good person? For them to be able to say, well, when I was 10 years old, to flip it and make it a positive thing to that that's that's the best goal right there for me to mm-hmm. be someone a positive memory that contributes to someone's success. That is that's so true. So like uh almost profound and i think that's definitely why i like want to support this as much as i can because it's that's right there um even with like my podcast i do i make this for everyone but i very much you know i i I try to make the i mean it is but it's i like to make my podcast child friendly because it's i want someone to a kid to listen to this and be like oh wow that person's funny that person is 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 confident in his mistakes he's like oh i messed up bad but it's it's just to try to make an effect and promote a positive and healthy growth because everybody grows but sometimes it right there it's at a young age it's very much that um that that area is when you're setting the foundation it's like that's Mm -hmm. how i put it it's like setting a foundation for the house you can't some you can make a house without a foundation, but it's going to be a, a terrible house. Right, <laughs> so it's important right. to make sure that that foundation, um, whatever part you can, um, whatever part you can be in that foundation is so yeah. important. And laugh to learn is such a such a fun foundation, and it's cool. But yeah, I feel you. like this we. I mean, we could easily talk for hours about this, but no, you know, I I, a little taste, time, a little, a little salt for the pepper. <laughs> That's a little salt for the pepper. Yeah. This yeah. Been, That's cool. Been good, yeah. man. Thank you so much for this opportunity to, um, to kick it with you, man. Yeah. No problem, always, man. Always good to see you. And, um, thanks for allowing me to talk, a, vent a little bit about <laughs> this passion about, about teaching and just trying to, to, uh, help parents who, who have so much on their plate. Mm-hmm. So if, definitely not trying to uh, replace their role, but if mm-hmm. to, to contribute something that c- might make it easier. Yeah. 
for for both parties for the children as well as the parents so mm -hmm. yeah thanks for letting me discuss this yeah. it takes it takes a village is there is there anything i mean you you did say something but i was like is there anything you want to say before we go um, man laugh to learn dot fun l a u g h the number 2 l e a r n dot f u n laugh to learn dot fun check it out if anyone is interested um you know what let's do it i'm gonna the first class if you just want to come through and bring your kids first class is gonna be free it's on me you just come through we're gonna rock it out we might it might be a science class it might be uh, a reading class a writing class we might write a song together we might just dance you don't know but your first class if you're listening to my man right now just come through laugh to learn fun your first class will be free and um we're doing a rewards program where if you refer a friend um, and, and they sign up, there will be some rewards for that. Um, hit me up at uh, laugh underscore to underscore learn on Instagram to find out more about that. But yeah, this is uh, it's been it's been great speaking with you, man. Yeah, man, it's been it. it's been cool. It's you know, you're very. um passionate about what you do and you're so articulative and just from that you can you 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 are you you are holding back what you want to like everything you want to mm. say so that's how i know it's it's you you've got you've got lightning in a bottle that's when i was texting you you got yeah. something cool so it's it's definitely going to be cool need to like uh this is this is exciting laugh to learn everybody thank you <laughs> all right <laughs> We we have a special treat for you today. We have my father on the podcast, aka V Rod. What's your what's your Instagram name? What's going on? What's going on? What's your what's uh, your RVR R one thousand ZR one. You can find him on Instagram. However, oh. he probably won't follow you because he doesn't go on Instagram that Never. much. Um, RVR. R1000ZR1. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. I'll try to... What's that? Nah, I was just messing with you. Oh, what song you got playing? I got, uh, I like a little Marvin Gaye. You know, what's going on? <clears throat> you know. Like the little intro. What's going on? What's going on? We got... VR, V Rod in the booth. That's it. You know. Vibin' and thriving. Just wanna say what's up, what's up? How's everybody doing? Everyone's chilling, everyone's living life. What are you drinking? Uh I actually tapped your uh hot chocolate stash. Mommy said it was yours and Oh, the I, salted caramel hot chocolate? You know, I roll up on things and I'm like, ooh, what is this? She says that's actually Tony's. I said, all right, well. Oh, did you not, like it? It's nice. Yeah. I owe you too. <laughs> oh man I've been, meaning, I've been meaning to come on this podcast for a while because there's a lot of things that I need to well there's one subject I need to talk about and that's traffic parking lots and people pretending yeah. that they're driving you gotta think of this as a public state announcement right? This is a, a PSA? A, yeah a this, PSA? Is, this is people need to people out there are not they're not actually driving. They're actually doing everything else. I've seen people putting on makeup. I've seen people doing their nails. 
I see people reading newspapers. It's just uh, when you hear of accidents and you see all this stuff happening, the first thing is, how didn't they see that? Or how didn't they see that truck? Or how yeah. didn't they, you know, people not paying attention. So I just wanted to share a little public service announcement. Bubba boy. There are f- five main principles to defensive driving. Five main, okay, let's do, bring the, us in. The first one is aim high. Okay. So you should always be looking ahead and over the, you know, your surroundings, the next car, the next car, you know, kind of anticipating. Yeah. The other one is make sure you get the big picture. So if you're looking down at your phone, you just lost vision of the big picture. Yeah. Okay. The third one is keep your eyes moving. The fourth one is leave yourself an out. So if you're getting too close and you start riding somebody's bumper and something happens, you don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. You're, you're, you're stuck. Mm-hmm. So you always want to leave yourself a cushion. And the fifth one is make sure they see you. Mm-hmm. Okay? So They see you? That could be headlights on. I see people driving around with no headlights. How are you supposed to see somebody at night that doesn't have headlights on? Mm-hmm. You ever see that? Somebody, you see a car on the highway and there's no lights on. Oh, How are they supposed go, to see you? Don't, you know? Gotta go the, check that out. I mean, out. It's all, it all comes down to basics. Yeah. Basic driving. Did you put your seatbelt on? Yes. Did you give yourself enough time? That's another factor that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. A lot of people leave themselves no extra time for the red light, for the slow dump truck, yeah, for the school bus. Yeah. <laughs> I see people with the school bus. I see I see the jittery cars. I see I see the people moving their hands. Yeah. You know, you see all the movement. Yeah. You have to give yourself enough time and if you know that for instance, I know someone that leaves for work right at 10 minutes to 8. Mm-hmm. I've been told if you leave at quarter to 8, you don't get you don't hit any buses. Yeah. If you leave at 7.51, you hit the two buses that you know you're going to hit. Yeah. Anyway, the all it is is time management and leaving yourself enough time to get to where you're going in heavy traffic. Traffic yeah. is another story we could even get into if you want. But yeah. People, traffic! People... No, people so, the left lane is for passing only. Yeah. Nobody listens to that. The middle lane is for travel. Mm-hmm. And usually the right lane is for exit on and off. People mm-hmm. getting off the highway, getting on the highway, right? Everybody now has adopted, I'm in the left lane only and I'm speeding. Yeah. Well, now if an emergency vehicle wants to come by, now you can't move over because everything, everyone's in the left lane. Yeah. It's just true. basic driving rules that people... They don't fail to drive. They don't fail to drive correctly or defensively. Everybody drives in a panic and speeding. Yeah. Speed is good if you're on the Autobahn, but if you're here, that doesn't work. Yeah. Because you speeding is is going to get you into an accident. Yeah. <clears throat> and what happens when someone I, this is the class this is another classic, the cutoff. I personally hate being cut off. <sighs> So the person blows by you, passes you, right? And now they get in front of you because now it's exit only, so they're going to wherever, you know, driving. Yeah. The There's only one lane to get onto that highway. So they they cut you off, cut you off. Now you got to hit your brakes because they cut you. Now it puts you in a bad situation. So you have to be mindful of, especially in the morning with the traffic. Mm-hmm. Got to give yourself, I like to give myself, I call it the tractor trailer length 
of cushion. Woo, yeah. So this way, if someone cuts you off, you gave yourself enough time. Usually a tractor trailer is about 53 feet. Yeah. So anywhere between 53 and 75 feet is a full-length tractor trailer. Yeah. I just call it the tractor trailer cushion. Just, yeah. just give me a cushion of a tractor trailer length and, you know, tractor if trailer. anything happens mm-hmm. in front of you, you have enough space. Yeah. Um, parking lots. Parking. I see a lot of people nose parking. Yeah. So what happens when a lot of, I shouldn't say elderly people, but I'm, I'm around a lot of doctor's offices. So there's one particular doctor's office, all some elderly people come out at the same time. So if everyone has nosed in, now when they come out, what does everyone have to do? Back up. So <laughs> yeah. now you got all these people. I've seen it. I've seen a three-way almost accident, and nobody wants to budge because they think they're right. Oh, everybody's got pride. Yeah. So you got one backing up this way. You got another one backing up this way. Now the horns start honking, and then another one starts backing up. You always try to park so you can just put the car and drive and drive out. Yeah, that's true. Now, a lot of people don't like backing into a spot. So what I try to do is I try to find a horseshoe spot where you can pull through forward. Yeah. So you drive around. You see two open spots. You pull forward. You pull through. And now you can pull out forward. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But I just see a lot of people doing everything else except driving. And on top of that, they're in a rush. Yeah, I remember one time. So now time, people ain't driving, and they're in a rush. Yeah. That's how accidents happen. No, it's true. No, I remember one time I was driving <laughs> to the left. The person had, you know, the little flap Yeah. in the front, has the mirror, mm-hmm. they're doing their makeup. I was like, I was like, get it done. I mean, do what you got to do. And they're driving? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I was, I mean, I was amazed. I was yeah. like, how... How are you driving this well while doing makeup? I mean, you gotta you gotta be intently in there. I saw somebody doing makeup, yeah. holding their cup of coffee. Oh, <laughs> doing. I'm on the were highway. they in a Tesla? No, they no. were like I don't know BMW or something. Who knows? It was an SUV. <laughs> I never forgot that. I was like, okay, holding coffee with the left hand, doing whatever with the right hand, using the mirror, and then I, I'm assuming. They had their their yeah, knee, knee, yeah. But now Classic. here's the scary thing: they have cars now that drive itself. Yeah. Now you can have a cup of coffee. You can right. You can watch Seinfeld. And I, can, I yeah. believe Tesla just had a somebody is in trouble because they drove. They let the car drive by itself. Yeah, and no. They actually, kill somebody. It was uh, it was there was a there was one time a guy um, the cop stopped a guy. Because he was just literally sleeping in the, his Tesla. He was in the back of his Tesla just sleeping. While it was driving, and it, it was crazy. That's what I mean. You can't do that. You can't. You can't. I. You like until almost every single car has that option. Until like you know how like ants are. You know like the. I we were you. just watching the um to, to explain my example. We were just watching the Will Smith Welcome Disney Plus Earth. Welcome to Earth Hive Mind episode where Will Smith talks about how the animals swarm. Um, Swarm and the swarm. Um, there's three simple rules. Um, oh, what were the three simple rules he said? I forget. Them. I forgot the rules. But basically, the the you know the wildebeest have a great migration, and there's sometimes uh, where the 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 whole migration will have to go off track uh, to get back on track, and it. All the wildebeests aren't thinking just for themselves. They are thinking as a collective right. mind. Thinking as a group. And if that's how traf- traffic was, 
we wouldn't have these problems. We'd, no. we'd have cars one inch away from everybody because mm-hmm. that's how elite the it would have been. And until Tesla, I don't know, has everyone in a Tesla and people aren't in control of driving, I... <laughs> Nowhere does Tesla say you can sleep in the back seat while the car drives by itself. No, you can't. You can't it's do that. It's autonomous, but you still have to be. You can't do that. You still have to. You know. I'll say this: distractive driving is mm-hmm. very, very bad, but it is an art form. It is very much an art form. If you're able to to to, to drive and have your full attention on something else, I'll mm-hmm. give it to you. That's that's that is elite. And here's the amazing thing. You know when everybody all of a sudden starts to think about everything we're talking about right now? Yeah. When they're in an accident, or they're in an ambulance, or they're in a major accident, end up in the hospital, and now police reports have to be made, and they start asking questions. So what happened? What were you mm-hmm. doing? What, did, did you not see this truck? Look look at this. Like, yeah. Like you didn't... What were you doing? Oh, I was on my phone. I was... Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The level of... Incompetence on the road is so high that when something does happen, right away you can tell, okay, that what they were looking at the phone, or they weren't paying attention, or they went. To, I, I saw one car. Re- he must have been. He must have dropped something and reached for something because mm-hmm. his car did this huge swerve. Like he must have been down, swerved. You know, if he dropped something, leave it there. Yeah. You get it there. You get to it when you get to it. Yeah, you know? it's true. But I, in my driving experience, I've seen just so many things that people just they don't realize how dangerous it is out there. Yeah, and you're. If, I mean, for the for, for everyone that doesn't know, you're a FedEx driver, so you see you see everything, and you gotta make sure you deliver your packages. Yep, safety first, and you just do the best you can. Nobody let nobody wants to let you in, and nobody wants to let you out. Yeah. So I just wait patiently. I throw my signal. Obviously, you see the truck. You know I'm trying to get out into the flow, you know? Mm-hmm. So my big thing is I don't like cutting anybody off. And if I know I'm cut, I'm going to come out, like I said, I have to, before I cut somebody off, it has to be like half a mile. Yeah. Because the truck takes a little time to get up to speed. Mm-hmm. It's not a Ferrari. Yeah. You know? So I'll, I'll measure, and I'll say, nope, I'm not going to cut him off. Nope. I'm like, you know, I, I believe in momentum, mm-hmm. and I don't like breaking anybody's momentum, especially in the flow of traffic. Yeah. Now, if they slow down and let me out, yeah. then, I, then, I'll, then I come out. Yeah. But I very rarely jump somebody, you know. Yeah, that's I true. Wait. I just, you know, I just have to be patient, you know. Yeah, man, the momentum and the, the speed limit, too. Yeah. What, like... What are you averaging on speed? Doesn't the um the Fed the, doesn't the FedEx truck have like a it governors at sixty five? You can't go any faster than sixty five. Really? So if you're on what does highway, governor mean? Gov. Okay, so they put a machine on in the engine in the well they actually program the computer to tell the computer okay this this computer doesn't go as fa- any faster than sixty five. Mm-hmm. It's just for safety. Oh, okay. So our highway here. The highway here is 55, so they allow you to be able to pass if you got to pass somebody. Yeah. But usually everyone's doing 65, 70. Yeah. So you try to find a flow where the slow cars are going at 65, <laughs> and you get in the middle and you just go. Yeah. I remember when I first started driving, and I was officially driving by myself, I'd put I'd cruise control at 55, oh. and I'd give myself 
a half an hour. No, I'd give myself 45 minutes to get to work and I'd get to FedEx in a half an hour and FedEx is 15 minutes away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like driving at 55. Everyone's yeah. zooming past me. And I was <laughs> like, and then eventually I realized, Kim, that's just, you can't do well, that. Well, you are saving gas. Yeah. Oh, my, that's why I was doing it. I just loved seeing the miles per gallon be at 30. And yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm chasing that feeling, but yeah. I gotta, gotta get to work now. Yeah, now people are just doing, I don't know, people are just, people, especially in the morning, when you're on your way to work, the uh, the speed varies. But I know I try to set my cruise for 65. Boop. Yeah. And sure enough, I'm just like people are people are speeding. So Zooming, dude. I try to just uh, you know keep it at 65, and that's it. Yeah. So you just you have to just be safe. You have to always be careful. And red lights, the other thing, um, the three second rule. I'm noticing a lot of people. So I'm waiting and the light turns green. You should always wait three seconds. Because if you don't wait the three seconds, somebody's going to take that light. Yeah. So you always, whenever you're crossing an intersection, you always want to look left, right. Like when you're crossing, you always want to be look. Never go through an intersection looking straight. Yeah. You always want to do the three three second pause. And usually on two, someone is taking it. Yeah. I'm seeing that more and more, especially around my job. Mm-hmm. You know the light next to the Porsche dealer? Yeah. Right down there, yeah. That that light. They're always trying to get on. They're blowing it? They're always trying to get on to seven. Yeah. From the Porsche dealer. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, because you can, you can tell when a car is slowing down. Yeah. And if a car doesn't look like it's slowing down, that means it's going to it's gonna speed and take the light. Yeah, People that's true. People just, I don't know. What I don't like is uh, those tiny... Well, you know when you see the trains and they've got the tiny bridges for the trains and it's literally that it's like one little alleyway. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's 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 a two, it's a it's a it's a two lane road and it yeah. turns into a one. Right. And you're going through it and you're trusting that there's not an idiot that's rushing because if you go, it is a straight up head on collision. So every time I go through, I go, I'm going through it extra slow because I'm like, oh my yeah. goodness. You should always proceed. What are those called? No, that's just an underpass. An underpass, that's, yeah. That's probably a train line. A one, yeah, it is. It's a one-lane underpass, but yeah. it's a one-lane underpass for both sides of it, a two-lane road. It yeah. just you just gotta proceed with caution. <sighs> Always slow down, and if you can't see the unless, especially it's on the curve or something, mm-hmm. and you can't see, you always have to just proceed with caution. Slow. Yeah. You can always speed up. Yeah. So you proceed with caution, you look, and then you take off. Yeah, that's true. I always throw my high beams on when I go through there. Mm-hmm. I try to just show light, you know? Yeah. So um, what's the other thing? I notice a lot of people um, just not paying attention. Not paying attention. Just, you know, people, let's say, inadvertently cross the street. So crosswalks. I work at a, I work in a town where there's a heavy crosswalk. Yeah. People will be halfway through the crosswalk, and the car is coming. Like, I saw, I saw a lady almost get hit. She stopped. The car went, because people are not paying attention. They're not paying attention. People are driving, but their mind is somewhere else. Yeah. So when she crossed, I got, you know, I was getting out of my truck anyway. I parked in this one corner spot on Main Street. I said, are you Okay. She goes, did you see that? I go, yeah. The person, I couldn't tell who it was because it happened so fast. 
She stopped halfway. The person kept going. I said, had you kept going, they would have hit you. And I think it was a some type of business truck, like a van for something. But it was so quick, I couldn't I couldn't see what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, broad daylight, sunny day. Just this person was, whoever they were, were on a mission. And they were not allowing anything to stop them from going through that, um, you know, crosswalk intersection. Yeah, that's true. People just, you know, like I said before, everybody's in a panic. Everybody's in a rush. People do not give themselves enough time to get to where they're going safely. Yeah, that's true. So I get to work early every day anyway, because when you drive, you want to get to work calmly, do your routine, get your coffee, get your supplies. I don't... I can't be in a panic, you know? Yeah, so I get I, I get to work a little early just to get your parking spot and just relax. And now we got the snow and everything, too. Pop, what is... So, uh, in some cars, they mm-hmm. have this thing. I'm explaining it to the listeners, but you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, where both the wheels start to spin at the same time. Mm-hmm. What is that called? So, for, like like... Maya's Jeep? Yeah. Four-wheel drive for the Jeeps, they have it on the fly here. So you just go from two high to four high. Yeah. Which means all the wheels lock. I don't like that. Okay. I So it's it's only... You, you need to explain that to me because okay. I you I remember you told me to do it one time and I did because when the snow was coming. But right. the problem was I, I had it on and I was turning mm-hmm. and I thought I was in like a drift car. Like it's I started fishtailing. Okay. I might be using fishtailing wrong, but it was it literally was like I would go mm-hmm. and I like I don't think I should use it at all. Well, for our cars, like in am I supposed to use that just on a straightaway? No, for our cars in particular, it turns off at thirty-one miles an hour. Yeah. So at thirty miles an hour, our car, if you have if you press the button, yeah, it the wheels are locked. <laughs> no, but that that's the problem. When I got to a stoplight and I stopped and I still had it on. Yeah, I still had it on. And as I was increasing my speed, as I was going for the turn, the back of my car, it, like I thought, I thought I started to drift, but it was because the two wheels were locked and it was ju- it, it, like, I thought it was drifting. I was like that. I don't think I'm using it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in any event, if you have the thing for our car, they press the button, it'll show locked. That means that for 30 miles an hour or under, It'll give you full power to all the tires. Yeah. Okay. Once you go past 30 miles an hour for our vehicle, it disengages, which means wherever the power, wherever you need power, as soon yeah. as it picks up, let's say your front tire is slipping, it'll it'll sh- shift more power to that tire. Yeah. And the other tires continue. Okay. All-wheel drive is, is basically sequential. The tires are all moving. But if the computer picks up you sliding, it'll send power to that tire. Oh, okay. Whether it's the front, whether it's the back. I was sliding all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it could be <laughs> tires. You know, you got to remember if, if, you, if you need tires. There's probably a- ice on the road, too. Right. It just, it, overall, yeah. the odds were stacked against me. But I forgot what I was doing. We, <coughs> excuse me. I think, you know what? I'm pretty sure I ordered food at Diner Lux, mm. and it was still snowing outside. Okay. That could be it. And I don't know why that happened, but that was funny. It was a good situation. And that's the other thing. I see a lot of people with bad tires. Yeah. You know when they wait to decide to get tires? What? 
when there's a blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when it's a bad snowstorm, all of a sudden, oh, you know what? I need tires. Yeah. And you see them out there. Zzz, yeah. Zzz. Just get the tires. Yeah. The most important thing on your vehicle, obviously, the vehicle. Yeah. The engine, taking care of it, right? Oil change, all that. The second most important thing on your vehicle is brakes and tires. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Whatever they cost, just get it done. Because when you go to stop, like, for instance, a guy at my job told me he was coming down this hill. Yeah. The other day, he hit the brakes. No brakes. Oh! He had, he had, he had, no. the, he had the downshift into a, a snowbank to, to, to slow down a little bit. Oh. He made the turn, but he had no brakes. He's yeah. like, I lost brakes. Wow. When you let it get to that point, it's bad. It's, yeah. it's unsafe. Yeah. You know, you could you could hit somebody. You can get into an accident. And the other thing is tires. Mm-hmm. You got to have proper tires for your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, just I see, I see it all out there. It's it's amazing. Wow! Again, when you see someone on the side of the road, hood up. The car has sensors, and it tells you check engine, check your tire pressure. The car is going to tell you what's wrong. Yeah, you can't ignore anything blinking on your dashboard because you're going to be on the side of the road with the hood up, and have to call a tow truck. Yeah, and you got to get it fixed anyway. Yeah, that's true. So just, you know, regular maintenance, just, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I needed to just say all this because so many, the last thing people think of is their car. Yeah. They have schedules. They got to go to work. They got to go here. They got to go there. Right? And the last thing they think of is, okay, servicing my vehicle or checking my tires mm-hmm. or whatever. So just take the cues from your dashboard. Yeah. You turn the car on. If it says check engine. Take it to the garage, get a tow truck, right? Yeah. I always have the triangle with the explanation point, and every time I get it, I'm like, what the heck, what's wrong with my car? But it's always because it's the lighter, not lighter fluid, um, the washer fluid. Washer fluid. I blow through my washer fluid. I'm glad you said that. In the low, low temperature of the Northeast, when it's cold, a lot of cars have the sensor that tells you you have low pressure. Yeah. That's not true. Because the car is rigged with these sensors and it gets so cold, the only thing the computer is telling you is, hey, you have low tire pressure, but it's only due to the below zero temperature that your car is reading. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the car, if you look at the tire, you kick it, you can go get it checked at the you know gas station. They're going to tell you, yeah, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with the tire. It's yeah. just when the temperature drops so bad... The first thing the new cars tell you is you have low tire pressure mm-hmm. when you really don't. Yeah. So, but it's always good to check. It's always good to check. But I saw one lady, she was checking her tire pressure and brand new car. And I could look at the tires, nothing wrong with them. Yeah. You know? um, she checked them anyway. She says, yeah, my the car is telling me low. I said, well, it's just a sensor. The tire, you know, the, the sensor in the, in the computer once it gets below a certain temperature, yeah, they all go haywire. I see all the cars in there looking tire pressure, tire pressure. Mm-hmm. It's just, just because of the temperature. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people, you know, read read your dashboard. I never knew that you could just kick a wheel and know the well, tire pressure. How does that work? It's just a sound. It's like a if you ever see a tire that's kind of like uh, with. Um, the studs in the wall kind okay. of thing? You ever bounce a basketball with low air pressure? Um, yes, I have. Yeah. You ever you, you, see, you know the sound it makes? It doesn't really, there's not really any 
air in there, so yeah. it's like a thud. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like with studs, like. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Like it. You can. You can. First of all, you can see if a tire is low. Yeah. Because it looks starts looking like a donut. Oh my goodness! I was at the New Milford High School. It looks like a donut is. <laughs> one of the kids. Because I, I was babysitting, I was picking up a kid. And then one of the kids got a flat tire. <laughs> yeah. So he walks up to it and he puts his hand on his jaw and he's standing there for like a minute. He's like, and I, like it was funny because he was like, what's wrong here? Something's wrong. <laughs> the flat, he had the flat tire. It was so funny. Yep. I felt so bad for him, but it was, it was, it was a good moment. Poor yeah. guy. You gotta, you know, just watch where you, especially watch where you're driving through construction zones. If you're behind a, if you're behind a contractor. Yeah. That's construction. Some debris could fall off, a nail could fall out. Yeah. You know, just you got to be careful. You got to watch where you drive. Yeah. Very, you know, just driving is not just getting in the car and going. There's a lot, mm. go, there's a lot to it. Yeah. And people just are not that focused on what they're doing. Yeah, they're, that's they're, true. They're doing everything with phone and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, tires are, tires are very important. But yeah, you can hear, <laughs> first, sorry, if you see a tire that's bulging, that's low pressure. All of a sudden, you're going to see that little lump on the side. Mm -hmm. And if you go kick it, a, a low tire pressure is going to give you like a thud, like a thunk, thunk. Yeah. But a firm, a firm tire, it's just you. You're just gonna. It, it's just your foot's gonna bounce off. Mm -hmm. That's all. It's just. It's just a. It's just a. A sound that it makes. Snap. And you can just look at it and tell. You can. Oh, you could be on the side of a car and go, "Yep, yeah, that tire's low, and that tire's low." Yeah. Because it starts making that little donut look. <laughs> a, a firm tire is going to look like this on a car. Yeah. It's going to be firm. Yeah. And as soon as it starts losing air, this is what happens. Oh, it looks more rounder? Yeah, it looks more rounder. Okay. Looks like someone's squeezing a donut. Yeah. You know? Squeezing <laughs> a donut. I like that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Snap, man. But yeah, I'm glad we did this, Pep. This is nice. Yeah, right? This is the... Podcast, one, two, one, two. Check, check. Check, check, one, two, one, two, R1000, ZR1, even though I'm not on Instagram, but it's in there. I just check it out. Yeah, it's in there, but this is the, uh, thank you for listening to the Roman Cario podcast. Brought thank to you, brought to you by? Uh, <laughs> what did you, oh, what did you want me to say? I was, oh yeah, thanks for listening everybody to the, uh, Roman Cario podcast. This is brought to you by, uh, laugh2learn.fun. Um, and the next, uh, uh, for next week's episode, we're going to have, um, actually the, the founder of laugh, uh, <laughs> my memory's going to, on laugh a blank. To learn. Yeah, no, uh, for next week's episode, we're going to have the founder of laugh to learn. Why do I, I, I want, I, I want to say laugh to something, but I don't know. Um, Oh, my brain's going a mile an hour. Um, tomorrow, yes. The, <laughs> next week's episode, we're going to have an interview with the founder of the founder. Oh, Tony. One more time. Next week, we will be having an interview on the podcast with the founder of LaughToLearn.Fun. So please tune into that. Uh, please go check out the website. It's called LaughToLearn.Fun. Uh, you know, it, it's a pretty cool website, uh, and I think there's some dope stuff on there. So, uh, everyone have a nice day, have a nice week, uh, you know, for the early birds, you know, I post my podcast every Monday at 5.30, just, you know, 
the early bird gets the worm. In this case, early bird gets the ton. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, all right, everybody, have a nice day and stay frosty. All right. Later. Thank you for watching this episode, everybody, with your ears. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it at that. Have a nice day. Don't miss it now.